Hi, welcome to the New Story Church podcast. We hope that this week's message encourages you and brings you closer to Jesus. Thank you for being a part of our online family this morning. We're doing something special today where hopefully you're able to watch with some friends or family, or if you're watching by yourself, hey, you're a part of a community that is just, that is even outside of you. We are all in this together and we have people watching from all over the place. So whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for being with us here today at New Story Church. Uh, if you're taking notes today, if maybe you're with your family, you want to talk about this later, uh, I'm giving the title of today's talk, A Call to Action action. I want to talk about how we've been called to action. We've been called to move. We as those who are following Jesus and living in a new story and writing a new story, we are called to be on the move in the way of Jesus. And I got to tell you, I am beyond grateful for New Story Church. Over this past year in 2021, if you've been tracking along with us, you know that we are a church that has been acting and has been on the move and following the way of Jesus. It has just been truly unbelievable through uh, opportunities like serving with eight days of hope this summer or through our say yes to God season in December, where we where we were able to sponsor 25 students at Holmes Elementary School. Where we were able to generously give above and beyond through other opportunities of volunteering and serving at Kenton Closet or the Kenmore Christmas Tree Lighting or helping at the Goodness Project. God has been on the move in and through you this year. And if you're here and you're saying, I'm looking for a community or I'm looking to be a part of something beyond myself, today's the day. Jump on board with us because we're a church that is acting. We are a church that is moving and we are for all people and we believe that all people can be a part of the movement of Jesus. So this is, I'm just blown away. I get excited when I think of all that God has done in New Story Church. Church in 2021, and we are not going to let up in 2022. We are not going to say, hey, you know, great stuff in 2021. Let's just sit back and relax in 2022. In fact, this is a critical time right now, December 26th, because we just came out of December of the entire month of December where we're moving and doing stuff and it's just hustle and bustle. Then this week, we all kind of pause for a moment or hopefully you're able to pause for a little bit, take a bit of a breather. And then we go into the new year. We have resolutions and commitments and all of these new things that we want to try and do. And it's like just busy, busy, busy all over again. And I want to make the contention today that the thing that we should spend our time most doing or we should be most wrapped up in is moving in the way of Jesus and continuing to act out and live in the life that he has called us to live. That we as a church, we're not just going to sit back and say, okay, we're going to rest now and then put our priorities elsewhere. But no, the priority is going to stay with him. I want to start with reading to you James chapter 1, verse 22. If you don't know this, James was one of the brothers of Jesus. James wrote this small book in the New Testament, and James said this in James 1, 22. He said, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers who delude themselves. What is he saying? That when we hear the word of Christ, when we hear the word of God, that that should inspire us to action, to be doers of the word, not just hearers. We have so many of us and we can all be tempted to just hear and hear and hear and hear a lot of things about God and fill up our minds with a lot of knowledge. But we are called to be doers of the word. And James, he's somebody who would have known about this because he watched the entire life of Jesus unravel right in front of his eyes. 
That Christ was motivated not just by his words, but also in action. Christ was always doing things for others as well, laying down his life for the sake of others. And in fact, when James uses this language to be doers of the word, we hear that today and we think, oh yeah, the Bible, we have to, you know, read the Bible and be doers of the scriptures. And that's a good way to apply this passage. But I think James would have been thinking of his brother who was referred to as the word of God, the word who made flesh, was made flesh and dwelt among us. And James, I think, would have been thinking of that we are to be doers of and moving in the way of Jesus. And he says, if we're not doers of the word, but just merely merely hearers, we delude ourselves. We are deceiving ourselves. And I don't want us to become people who we just fill up our heads with a bunch of knowledge. We covered a lot of ground in our series this past year, from human to the journey to breathe to church chat, to wrecking room, to influence, to all of the different series that we were in this year, to our series on trust, to our series on the impossible God. And we plan on doing the same next year as well. But I never want us to get trapped into just being hearers and not doers, that we continue to become more and more like Christ in our actions and that we would be doers of the word. James goes on to say this. He said, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, He is like a man who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't find myself looking in the mirror all that often. Kim is actually kind of my mirror for me. She'll say, hey, Scott, you have something in your teeth. And I'll usually just look at her and smile and say, hey, can you take it out for me? She's like, no, not in public. That's embarrassing. But I don't know about you, but some of us spend more time looking in the mirror than others. Some of us, maybe you're like me and you have a you know significant other who's willing to be that mirror for you. But when we look at the word of God, it's like looking in a mirror. When we look at the life of Christ itself, and he says, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man, a person who looks at his natural face in a mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he was. When we look at the word that is Christ, when we look at our lives up to his, it's almost like looking at a spiritual mirror and saying, how does my life reflect the life of Jesus? How am I living in the new story that Christ has designed and created and called me to live in? And the way of Jesus is the way of action to become doers of the word. I want to look at two statements from the life of Jesus. We've looked at these statements many times here at New Story Church, but they're reminders for us that the way of Jesus is the way of movement. It's the way of action. It's not the way, yes, we need to rest at times to be filled, but we should never become lazy. We should always be filled with zeal and action and passion for what it is that Christ has called us to do and who he has called us to be. Jesus says this in John 13, 34, he said, a new commandment I give you that you love one another, even as I have loved you. We've looked at this, this passage many a times here, but it's a good reminder for us that this is the commandment. This is the standard in the way of Jesus, that the love that has transformed us by Christ is an act of love where we begin to move in the direction of loving others, that you love one another as I have loved you. In the self-sacrificial, laying down of his life type of love that Christ had, that we would have that same type of love for others, laying down our preference, laying down our comfort, laying down whatever it is that we're saying, I need to hold on to this for the sake of others. 
Maybe you're watching with a group of people today. Maybe you're watching by yourself and you can ask these questions to yourself or you can ask them with your group later. But here's a couple of questions to ask in regards to this verse. Who can I better love? Who can you better love? Who is someone in your life that Christ has been asking you and calling you to love them, but you've been holding back? Or who have I been treating as if they are not loved? Who have you been treating as if they are not loved? Maybe it's because they have a certain worldview that you're not a fan of, or maybe they're just a difficult person. Who have you been treating as if they are not loved? Who have you been treating as if you deserve Christ's love more than they do? We all know that's not true, that Christ actually loves all of us equally, but who have you been treating as if maybe you deserve his love more than they do? And how can you continue to move in the direction of better loving others? Love others as he is loved. Lay down our preferences for the sake of others. Jesus also says this in John 14, 15. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. He doesn't say, if you love me, oh, you'll feel good about yourself. It'll all be good. You know, you're going to go to the good place one day, which is part of that. Don't get me wrong. But he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. What does that mean? There's action involved with this. There's a new way of life involved in loving Christ to be doers of the word, to be doers of the way of Jesus, to keep his commandments and to walk in line with him. And I love this here. I know I pointed this out before, but it's so powerful. Jesus doesn't appeal to his authority. He could say, I'm the creator of all things, so obey me. He could have said, I'm the one who's going to come back from the grave, so you better listen to me. He could have said, I hold the whole world and all of creation in my hands, so listen to me and do what I say. But he doesn't appeal to his authority. Instead, he appeals to a relationship. He is clear that love for him will result in following his commandments, which was to love God and to love others. He is clear that love for him will result in a different kind of life. We are invited into an alternative lifestyle. As we talked about in January of this past year, we are invited into a different way of being human, where we love others as Christ has loved us, to live out a new reality, to not just hold on to this for ourselves, but to be doers of the word where his love has transformed us in such a way that we begin to love others as he has loved us. What we learn from Jesus is that our actions are inspired by our affections. Whatever our heart most deeply leans toward, whatever our mind is most wrapped up in, whatever we are most affectionate toward will oftentimes inspire our actions. So may our affections be wrapped up in Christ. That's my prayer for you today. We could say it this way. What we love will determine how we live. What you most love will determine how you live. That's the filter through which you'll see the world. That's the filter through which I will see the world. And that will determine how we live. That will determine what it is that we are playing out and what we are, in the language James uses, doers of. Be doers of the word. May our love for him, may we seek to have a love for him that exceeds love for all other things. Because when we love him above all else, his love will fuel us to best love others. And let's not get this confused. This is not transactional. It's not, oh, if I love God more, then then he'll be happier with me or then he will love me more. He can 
God fully loves you in all spaces at all times and he cannot love you any more than what he already does and what how much he already will love you. God has a fullness of love for you. So it's not, okay, I'll do this and I'll get more of his love or he's mad at me or he's frustrated with me. That's transactional. That's not relational. God's not getting mad. We are no longer on this way in the way of death wondering, what does God think of me? Where is he at? No, I want to remind you today of the words of Paul in Romans 8 verses 1 and 2 where he says, Therefore... There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of spirit of life in Christ has set you free from the law of sin and death. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We have been set free from the law of sin and death. So the way of Christ does not condemn us, but it slowly corrects us to become more like Jesus. In commentating on Romans 8, 1 and 2, scholar John Stott said this. He said, God's purpose is not that we should be Old Testament Christians, regenerate indeed, but living in slavery to the law in bondage to indwelling sin. It is rather that we should be New Testament Christians who having died and risen with Christ are living in the freedom of the indwelling spirit. And the spirit of Christ within us, we are set free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we are set free to live in the love and live in the way of Jesus. So who can we better love? Who have we been treating as if they aren't loved? And how can we demonstrate that love to them? The call to action to be doers of the word is a call to a deeper affection, a deeper love, a way of life in which we reflect the character and the nature of Jesus. So James 1.22 says, but prove yourselves doers of the word. My prayer is that we as a church would continue to move forward as doers of the word. You're already doing it. We are thankful for you. We're grateful for you. And I pray that we would continue to move in that direction to love others as Christ has loved us. And in that, we will write a new story. If you will, please join me for prayer in this moment. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you gave your life for us so that we can have life. And I pray, Jesus, that we would not just hear the word and move on, that we would not just look at your life or study your life as if it's just some other life in history to be studied, but we would study your life and then allow your life to transform us as well that we would love others and we would learn what it means to love others as you have loved us. We probably don't always even fully understand what that means, but I pray that we would grow in that understanding and that we would be doers of the word. I pray for everyone who's tuned in today that you'd be with them, that they'd feel your comfort and your peace and your love and that your love would transform them and that we would become more like you, Christ, living in the new resurrected life that you have given to us, Lord. May we all be doers of the word. In your name I pray, amen.